Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. And Robert Peck. Okay, how about that Super Bowl, huh? Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. What? <laughs> Not interested. We can Yeah, we can talk over the intro, right? People have heard it by now. They don't care about the intro. Yeah. No, they are not even listening to the podcast. Dude, no one listens to this. <laughs> Except Terry? Ta- I don't think Terry listens anymore. Terry either. died of COVID. I all of you, Terry, Terry is black. COVID, oh no. Terry is blackout drunk from the Super Bowl right now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Terry's saying, hold my beer, watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> Come in with the milk. Come in with the milk. <laughs> I want the milk, guys. Open the fucking door. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come in already with the milk for fuck's sake. <laughs> how, often, how many times do I have to ask for this stuff? Hey, guys, wait. Uh, welcome everybody to another episode of Come In with the Milk. Hey, oh. Milk, ex- milk only podcast. All we do is talk about milk. All so, dairy, all day. All dairy, <laughs> all day. This week's episode, all about oats. Guys, let's get into it. Oat milk. Do we like it? Do we not like it? You know, powdered milk? <laughs> no, Dude, wait, my grandma on. gave me powdered milk. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do this shit? I thought we were talking about uh, cottage cheese today. Mm. We spun the dairy wheel last week, and I think it landed on oat milk. But yeah, but I'm on, the, I'm on the fence. I mean, oat milk, it's not even dairy. This is not a fair Oh, that's true. This isn't, the, this isn't the dairy alternate podcast. That's yeah, this is the all do. dairy all day. Yeah, welcome back to the oats. The oats only pod. Uh, I, this is a bit that's gone on for too long. I'm Way out. too long. I'm pulling the ribcord. Forget Pull it. it. Everybody, welcome back We've to the terminal episode. Guy, oh, uh, yeah. All right. Here we let's just here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, that's a movie you could watch. Oh God, that's right. That's Sheen, right? Yeah. Where he goes into the into the uh, what is it? it there's a the uh, there's a windmill. There's a windmill yeah. involved, right? Yeah, wind turbine. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Okay, guys. Hey, everybody. All right, here we go. Guys, everybody, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Back to the Show. I'm one of your hosts, Jonas. Danny's here. Robert's here. We're all here. We're always here, for God's sake. And this week, we are doing... I feel like this is because the wheel told us, right? We're doing Street oh, yeah. Fight because of... This yes. is the wheel. The wheel Although, I think, how'd you forget? I think the wheel told us only because you put this on the wheel, Jonas, you filthy you, bastard. You put it on there years ago when you said you liked this movie. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm really sorry. I wish we were doing a, I wish we were doing a dairy podcast, to be honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, curds or whey? <laughs> Tell me, hot take. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. You know, here, so it is. It was on the wheel, but it was one of the I don't want to rewatch this movie titles. I didn't. Oh yeah, you know, okay, you're right. It was a bad so, movie. Yeah, but the wheel, entry. the wheel has the wheel giveth and the wheel taketh away, and the wheel <laughs> has given us all hail the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Street Fighter. I, you know what? I didn't even. I should always. I usually have the internet ready here to tell us some information about it, like what year and stuff. So, ninety four, I believe. Okay, one nine nine four. That's is it? Uh, yeah, nineteen ninety four. Right. Uh, starring uh, Jean Claude Van Damme of Lionheart fame. Guys, we're revisiting Jean Claude. Yeah, where, where is this in relation to Lionheart? Oh, that's a good. This is definitely later. later. It's got to be after, right? But how is far after? Not many years. Like the 94. next year? No, no, no. Okay, wait. Here, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up the Jean Claude Van Damme situation right now. Okay, so okay. Like <laughs> I think no. I think he was quite famous at this point. And oh, he, oh, well, yeah. absolutely. I mean, he he was like. This movie was on his shoulders, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so right. No, no, no. So this is... Oh, whoa. Okay, I've got it up right now. This is going to blow you guys' mind. Okay. So Lionheart was 1990. Okay. Between Lionheart and this movie, and this is even weirder, Time Cop came out before this movie. Oh, damn. So he, between between Lionheart and this, he did Double Impact, Universal Soldier, which I would argue probably Universal Soldier is the one that really kicked him up. Yeah. And then he did Hard Target in 93. Yeah. And then he did Time Cop in 94. And then he did Street Fighter in 94. And then the next year he did Sudden Death. And I think actually you could argue in a weird way that like Street Fighter, now that I'm looking at his timeline, like this was the height of – this was yeah. the height of Seagal – no, sorry, Jesus Christ. Van Damme. Uh, yes. This was as famous as he's ever gotten. He was peaking most right powerful, here. Most powerful Van Damme ever. Absolutely. I mean, that's the only reason this movie happened, I think, is because he signed on and it was like, hell yes, he could, he can carry this movie. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it's his fucking face. It's only like basically his face on the poster. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like, it's a Van Damme movie, which is also weird because he's not in the movie that much, actually. But whatever. Um, Anyways, Van Damme. And Raul Julia and nobody else famous is in this movie. There are lots of other. Oh well, Kylie, no, there's... Kylie Minogue is in it, which is strange. Like, there's a lot of other character actors in it, but there are no other like. Clearly, like the money went to went to Van Damme and went to Raul Julia, and then the rest of it was like whatever we've got left, fill in the rest of the cast. Right, and at the time, I mean, because what's her name, uh, Chun Li, now is. In a ton of shit, right? Um, I think they're they're all like rec- the the guys who all- play like Ken and Ryu. I feel like I'm like oh I know those guys from like a bunch of movies. Things, but I, I can't remember what, but I definitely things or what the things are. Right. I agree that it's full of like faces we recognize, but obviously like the budget. When we talk about like getting the movie made, right? It was like Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia, and then everybody else. We'll just figure out the rest. Right. Who. I sorry, I did not do the homework. Who was uh, Sagat? Because he looked super familiar. He's well. That guy is definitely that guy works. That guy's yeah. name is Wes Studi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. S T U I 
U-D-I. But that guy's in a million things. He's a great actor. He's been in a bunch of shit. He was in Dancing with Wolves. He's in like a bunch of amazing things. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, whatever. Like everyone's got to, you know, they got to pay the bills, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a badass though. He is a badass. So, all right. Directed by a man named, this is interesting too, by the way, because I don't know if you guys look this up, but it's directed by a guy named Steven, uh, I'm also might be fucking up his last name, Souza, S-O-U-Z-A. Steven Souza only directed like a few things. This is the only feature film he directed. He's written though, and this is the part that blows my mind. This guy wrote Die Hard. What? The yeah. same man who wrote this screenplay. Wait. Also wrote Die Hard. He wrote Die Hard 2. No. He wrote Commando. He wrote no. The Running Man. No. He wrote no. another 48 hours, which isn't great. 48 hours? No, another 48 hours, which that makes oh. sense. <laughs> another 48 hours isn't bad. He wrote Die Hard 2, which I happen to actually like. Fine. But the point is, he he wrote, uh, yeah, he wrote The Running Man, and he wrote he wrote Die Hard. Arguably, Wait. I would argue the greatest action movie ever made. Wait, okay, hold on, I'm spinning right now. <laughs> yeah. he, he wrote Die Hard, and then he wrote this movie. <laughs> he did both of those things. He's also the man, by the way, who's also, interestingly enough, he's responsible also for another movie I think that's on our terrible list, on the wheel. He also wrote Hudson Hawk, which is a complete piece of garbage. Oh, I I love that movie. And he wrote The Flintstones (laughs) and Beverly Hills Cop 3, which the Beverly Hills Cop 3 is terrible. Like, he's somehow capable of... Love that movie. (laughs) 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 This guy is capable of, like, of such greatness and <laughs> such garbage at the same time. That is mind-boggling. Like, whatever. Creative people are creative people. They write good things, bad things. It's just baffling to me that a screenplay as fucking terrible as this one was written by the same guy who wrote Die Hard, which is like they teach that screenplay in film school. Well, it seems it seems hard to like reconcile that of like how that could get out of his whatever his office like he sends this yep this is this is a wrap i'm gonna send this for review like i love this this is where i wanted this to go right, right. to Done. you like so with the screenplay I, this is as good as this screenplay is ever. This is i have it. accomplished this <laughs> right. it's like, wait what no hold on <laughs> he wrote the screenplay overnight is that is that a real thing? The, the first draft, yeah, yeah I, I I caught up with this whole nightmare. Whoa, what? I, I did I did the history of Street Fighter. Yeah, he wrote Wait, the first sorry, Dana, draft. He wrote it overnight the day before they started filming. <laughs> <laughs> dude, pretty much, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god, tell us more, Danny. Tell us more yeah, about yeah. Uh So he went into the into Capcom to have the the pitch right. And they wanted to have like 19 characters on screen. <laughs> and he was like, no, we got to do seven. And cause I guess he, he pitched him something about like the seven dwarves and saying that, and he challenged them to name all the seven dwarves and they couldn't do it. He's like, that's why he's like, cause no one's going to remember them. So we could have, we could, I guess you can only have like seven at a time. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. But so, so they go, okay, you can have seven characters, a street fighter. 
they made him change it over and over and over and over again, even while like filming or something where they kept adding characters. And so it ended up being like 15 characters instead of, I was going to say there's a hell of a lot more than seven characters in the end of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the the entire thing was like a nightmare apparently. And Jean-Claude was coked up out of his mind. I did. I did read the coked up drunk stuff. Is that right? Oh yeah, it yeah, was like doing ten thousand dollars worth of cocaine a week, according to the internet. What? He just wasn't—he wasn't even showing up to set because he was so messed up the next day. He was, he was so like, high on coke and busy having an affair with Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Oh shit! Which, by the way, great job, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, good work. Like, if you're gonna have an affair with someone on this set, that guy's looking good. I mean, I'm—he's definitely so is Kylie Minogue. I mean, come on. He's definitely looking at himself in the mirror while they're having sex, but like, still, who cares? She's getting, she's getting the gun show, man. Like, good for her. Way to go. We, there are no allegations of anything terrible about Van Damme. No. He apparently did a bunch of coke on the set of Street Fighter. It's a safe uh, bet. And that's about it. That's about it. Okay, so we should get, let's get, should we get into it? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's be like Kylie Minogue and get into it. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, I don't listen, get it. I don't, listen, you're the guy who had, listen, you got that belt, that lube belt, you know, she wants to get into it. She might have that belt. Who knows? Uh, okay, guys, Street Fighter, the movie opens. Right away, I am checking out. Defeated. Complex <laughs> geopolitical situation that is immediately heaved upon me right out of the game. Right. And where is it? Shadowloo. Shadowloo. It's a made up Southeast Asian country. Right. It's just a, a fake place, right? It's a fake place. But I'll tell you what, it, when the movie began, for the first 90 seconds, when they were just like jizzing all over us with like, like global facts about what's happening there with regard to like the government and the and armies. And like I was right away. I was like, this is all I don't even know what has happened. Like, What's I tuned happening? it all out. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of really just went like cross-eyed or something. Like I just kind of was sitting there like <laughs> <laughs> like I was immediately I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I did I really <laughs> rent Sicario or did I rent Street What is ha- what is happening? And for why? For no reason at all. Well, it was, I mean, set in the stage. It's all set up for Bison hostage thing. Why not just go yeah. with Bison is a maniac who kidnapped some people. Oh, yeah. You know he needed I mean? money. He, he wanted to set up Bisonopolis. <laughs> oh, <I> Bisonopolis. <laughs> also, uh, danger. Hostage trap door closing in T minus four seconds. <laughs> you know what? There is one Hostage thing. Hostage trap door closing in three seconds. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I think no, I'm no. getting ahead of myself. Here. No, no, no. Listen, why not? I was going to say. Bison it makes you feel better. Well, the great thing about Bites is, though, fucking <laughs> thick food court. Great food So court. many food court. Or <laughs> so many options. Yep, there's going to be so many options. All the franchises are going to want into what? Just a city? <laughs> of course they are. Dude. <laughs> I got a terrorist. This, it was so crazy. It felt like 
like a Mel Brooks movie, like a, a slapstick comedy. It was like Naked Gun 4, Street That's Fighter 2. That's what I wrote, Naked Gun. Oh my God, totally. My favorite parts of the movie, which we'll get to, are the parts where it goes as bonkers as possible. And the parts that I dislike the most are all of the parts where it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, are 99% of the movie. But there's yeah. a couple of moments where it's like, yes. If the Amazing. movie were this movie, yeah. I would be like on board with this thing. Absolutely. It's like, uh, what was the movie with, oh shoot, Val Kilmer. Remember that like slapstick comedy? Top James? Secret. Yes. It, it, top Secret. God damn it. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of that, but it it had that sort of element of top secret. And I was kind of like, man, they should have just embraced this and ran with it. Yeah, <laughs> top it secret is. with Dan Geef. Love that movie. Deja Vu. Is that, is that his name? <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, it's a, it's, it's, but it's, it's the, they're the same guys who did like airplane and stuff. It's like yeah. that kind of like a level right. of ridiculousness. From the makers of Chia Pet, comes the all-new Chia Caveman. Now you can grow back hair just like your dad. Just seed and water the slumped shoulders and sit back and watch it grow. Your mom will be running her fingers through it in no time. That's that's funny you guys both wrote. I didn't think of Naked Gun, but there are definitely bits in it where I was like, okay, there are like some, in my opinion, like there's a couple of moments where I'm like, these are pretty good jokes. Yeah. Oh, you, oh you, you, you mean the joke when uh, the, the bad guys like took out the toy guns and started shooting tennis balls at each other, Jonas? Is that is that, did that get you off? Did no you, you squirt the KY on that one? That is not one of those moments. Absolutely not. There's only a few. I'll listen. I'll flag for you when I think things are funny. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, wait, okay, wait. Fine. Let's just get to it. So, okay. the opening happens. Uh, apparently, the entire globe is just down to like guile and bison, like nagging each other for some reason. Like they're like just pissed at each other, and we have to watch them yell at each other on TV, which I don't even think is how TV works. Yeah. Why are they upset? Do they have some history that we don't know about? I don't know. I uh, well, that's actually. This is a good time for this question. Is Charlie being kidnapped the whole thing Van Damme is pissed about? Uh, no, I think that it's just additional incentive for him to really... He, he is on a personal vendetta. He says it later in the movie yeah. when he wakes up after hiding under that blanket for God knows how long in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, he was in the morgue for like six hours. <laughs> and he just stayed there. Just like, dead. Yeah, just waiting for her to show up. Yeah, which waiting, waiting for anybody, dude. Serious bet right there, man. Okay. I, yeah, I that guy, listen, if there's one thing. Figures this out. Come on. You can say that guy definitely he fucking commits to a bit. That's a joke. <laughs> Who just thought Guile's a prankster? <laughs> Let's get to Ken and Ryu and Danny's tennis ball comment, which is a good one. Ken and Ryu are I don't know what they are. 
They're meet Sagat and they They're hustlers. Is that what it is? I think yes. I think that they are con men? Con yeah, they, they never had the 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 guns, right? Right. They had those fake toy guns that they left by the dog. <laughs> Fuck. And that was the plan. Oh, the plan was to plan was, the dot. The plan was to get the money and then let them know where the guns are. Oh, uh, yeah. Leave. And then when they get there to get the guns that they just bought, they were all toy guns. That makes sense. And Sagat and his men found the, the guns first and realized they were toys. And so then they decided to like have a great time and shoot them with tennis balls. Even the sound effects were like, boing, 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 yeah. boing, boing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, like, one of those like, weird, weird like scenes in a movie where like, uh, you know how in movies there's that cliche where like two people who know each other and are friends meet and then they pretend they're pissed at each other and they go like, ah, and then like hug. Or whatever, like that uh, happens in movies all the time. Like someone walks up and goes, "Like John, I never thought I'd see you here again." And the other guy goes, "Like you motherfucker." And then the movie's like, "Boom!" And they both go, "Ah!" And they hug. Right. Like, right. That's like a scene that's <laughs> it's made. like every lethal weapon movie ever. Yeah, made. exactly. Yeah, it's like a scene that's only be that's being acted by people in the movie for the audience somehow because both these two people know they're for like who are they doing that for? That thing with the tennis balls is like. Ken and Ryu look genuinely concerned for a moment that they're going to get shot. And then they're like, oh, it's tennis balls. And they're like, are they your tennis ball guns? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, they knew about them, right? They knew about them. Well, according to you guys, which makes sense, it's their fucking scam. Yes, they did. Because because what's his name? Sagat said, what's the matter? Are you afraid of your own guns? Yeah. And I remember I heard him say that and I was like, well, of course they're guns, you fucking idiot! Like, because they're theirs doesn't mean so they everyone knew them. it was a tennis gun. So, but, but then, yeah, then they just ended up being tennis balls, and it was like, oh, okay, that's why he made that little joke. You know what's nuts is that during the fight scene, after they shoot the balls at each other and they start throwing punches and stuff, one of the bad guys picks up the tennis ball gun and tries to shoot like Ken in the head, right? Oh, right. And then, right. And then when he when he hits him, he goes boink. He looked at the gun like, "What the fuck?" Like yeah. he didn't. Like, he had no idea what just happened. Like thirty seconds in? before, <laughs> you were just shooting a different one. Just He's one like, oh, I was in the bathroom. Fuck, I missed something. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> by, yeah. the way, by the way, loosest use of the term "fight scene" ever. <laughs> oh God, yeah, the fight scene was terrible. All the fight scenes. So okay, Ken and Ryu meets a god i don't even know what the fuck's going on. the tennis ball thing happens dude did, did did ken throw anyone else like everyone else seemed to be cast pretty accurately to the character in the video game ken sure. was like dad Jean-Claude. dad bought well okay and jean-claude actually. <laughs> that not, yeah you're right okay so jean-claude was like a ginger and then ken was like this Ginger that looked like there's no way that guy can fight. Ken was a Ken was a 41 year old divorced man. Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah, it was insanity with PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) Right, who had clearly been taught how to fight 30 minutes before they started shooting the movie. Yeah, like I'm not shitting on his. I couldn't do a fight scene to save my life, but like 
if those two guys like don't put it next to a guy that clearly is way better trained fighting wise. Like it's just they, it's so clear that nobody in the movie, including Van Damme, I would argue at this stage, is very is like adept at any kind of fighting skill in the or they are, but the movie doesn't know how to shoot it or choreograph it or so I have info. Oh shit. Let's yeah. have it. Let's have it. So what happened is that they hired the diehard stunt coordinator to do the fighting scenes. He thought he was going to have months in prep time to get all the characters together, all the actors together and rehearse all the stunts. But because uh, the studio Capcom wanted to uh, rush the movie, they literally learned their fight scenes the day of shooting. Oh. What? No oh. joke. The oh day of. God. They had no that prep. Absolute sense then. <laughs> not only not only that, but like none of them like really knew their character and like what the what the fighting stances were and like what they could do. And not only that, but the stunt the stunt director, I forget his name, I should figure it out. He had never seen uh Street Fighter before and had no idea that the different characters in the game you know, had, had different fighting styles. And so he, I think, I think they were like halfway through it when someone said like, Hey, everyone's fighting the exactly same way. You know, this isn't how it works. So I guess the stunt coordinator got in a huge fight with the director where they almost started like fighting with each other. And eventually the director had to go back and reshoot like, like 75% of the fight scenes himself. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare, dude. That, okay. This is fascinating. It makes sense, though, too, because I do feel like as I was watching it, I was like, it's so weird that you would make a Street Fighter movie and then, like, the first thing you would do is go, like, okay, they've all got their own fighting style. We got to put, like, their – at least we got to put their, like, iconic moves in there. Like, like be- that's the beginning. Before we even figure out how the fuck these people all get together and, like, the script of the movie, we all know that, like – Chun-Li's got to do the leg kick thing and Elon's right. got to do the hand slap thing. And like, but that's not in this script. Like the stunt coordinator didn't read this script and say, Oh, what's this? What's this? Like, you know, E Honda, when he does his really like quick slaps, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I what's that about? I should figure that out. Like he didn't have any questions. It's crazy because one of the most satisfying moments of the movie, I'm not kidding right now is having, uh, at the end when Van Damme does the flip kick thing. The flash kick. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then and then Bison does the flying thing, right? Where yeah. he comes at him like torpedo and genuinely was like, okay, that was for some reason kind of cool. It was like, yeah, it was he did the flash kick. Yeah. And then Bison did that thing. Woo. <laughs> yeah. It was, because here's the thing, because also in a, in a rational way, what else on earth would we have to connect to these characters? With? Exactly. Like there's yeah. no Street Fighter does not have a mythology. There's not the video game does not tell you that like Guile was fighting in a war torn country. Like they don't have any backstory and no one gives a shit. So the only thing we connect them to is their outfits and whatever super move we used. Yeah, speaking we, of uh, which, you know, like it's crazy. It's they don't crazy. even fucking I mean, what's up, blue camouflage? Uh like maybe that was maybe that was one of the later games though i don't know but like yeah the outfits didn't even started to like mature and and find their spot in the outfit yeah well at some point they some of them just like switch into the outfit yeah you're right and then where did he get the boxing outfit oh my god (laughs) why 
And then why put on gloves? It's like you have you're, boxing gloves, fighting like for your life. Why put on boxing gloves? I can't throw a punch without gloves. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a match next Tuesday. Yeah. Like also the the uh, is is Balrog the name of the green dude? No, Blanca no. is the green. Blanca, dude. Sorry, that's right. Blanco, Blanca. That Blanca. Guy, Blanca. For anyway, a movie Blanca. that spends objectively ten percent of its entire runtime building this guy up, like right. every yeah. five, five minutes, we're cutting to him seeing, by the way, real footage of people being executed. Yeah, um, dude, it's so it's distressing. Like orange sort of scenario, yeah. right? Yeah, and then his body mass keeps increasing and increasing and increasing and increasing. The muscle mass, <laughs> the percentages through the fucking roof. And then they release the guy. We literally. And he's like five him. foot nine. He looks like Carrot Top lost a, a fight with a makeup guy, dude. <laughs> he's a fucking mess. He's all coked out. <laughs> and he doesn't even fight once. No. He well, he throws a couple. He's like he's like a couple around, right? Yeah. Well, quickly, but he's like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like he basically is like, kill me. Which oh my god, so dark, dude. And. Oh, how Jesus. quickly is is Jean Claude about to oblige <laughs> that fucking request? Like, dude, Kill me. he's like, "Yep, that's fine. Yep, that adds up." Oh, wait a minute. I don't. Th- like, I don't. Th- no, I, don't think Blanca, I don't think Blanca really wanted it. Like Blanca's just like, "I can't live like this." And then Van Damme pulls out the gun, and Blanca <laughs> yeah. looks back and goes, "Oh shit. Oh okay." <laughs> like, I'm, I'm talking about therapy, not fucking death. <laughs> I just meant I need help, man. <laughs> Put your hand on my shoulder, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just be oh you, man. <laughs> no, that's fine. I understand what you mean. <laughs> Close your eyes. I know he's like, he's like, I can't live like this. And Van Damme's like, yeah, no, me neither. Let me just get my gun out. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, this is tough for me, too. I agree. <laughs> it was so shocking that he was I just know. So ready to kill the charlie who was the guy who was coming to help i'm telling you okay so going back to it that was the i think that was the whole thing yeah was that all of his revenge rage whatever why he had such a hard-on for bison was i thought for a second like bison must have killed his wife or something but then he's in the boat towards whatever i want to say towards the end but it's really an hour and a half before the movie ends he's in that boat he puts, he pulls out that like home movie and puts it in the fucking thing. <laughs> mini, mini fucking DV or whatever the hell those yeah, things are. He takes out a fucking mini DV tape, puts it in the VCR that the boat has. There's a VCR <laughs> in our stealth attack boat. Yeah. And then watches the video, and the video is, is of him and Charlie and their wives, I suppose, or their girlfriends or whatever. That's it, though. It never like. You like it's so weird. Like you never see Charlie. It, that was his entire revenge story. Was his butt? And I'm not saying like fine. I would want to save you guys too if you got attacked, kidnapped by Bison. But like it's so weird. The whole movie is like Charlie, Charlie. There maybe they were like. It's almost like that they were like maybe together. Like it's so weird to see a movie where he's like, I gotta get revenge for Charlie. It's and- not even that. Let me let me break this down for you. I think John Claude Van Damme 
was having an affair with Charlie's wife. That's why he popped the video in the boat to see Charlie's wife, not Charlie. Fuck oh. Charlie. So that's why he that's why he gave him up when they oh. were doing yeah, that's right. That's why he's like, like Charlie, is that you? Oh, look, look, Bison. Yeah, look how much I care about this guy. Go ahead and do what you want with him. That's why he tries to kill him. Because he wants to Oh my god. Oh my god. He wants to get the insurance money. Oh shit, I saw Street Fighter. Oh my god, that's amazing. That makes, yeah, that's incredible. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. He's like, yeah, that, that's why there, there's this opportunity has just presented itself. He, he <laughs> oh my God, Van Damme is the villain of this movie. I love that. Oh, he is. Totally. I is. love it. I love that, Danny. I think you fucking cracked the code. It all makes sense. It's, it's I mean, to be fair, it makes a fuck ton more sense than the actual movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we start. We open up. Chudley <laughs> is reporting. Yeah. So uh, I don't even know where we are at this point anymore. Let's just jump ahead to Ken and Ryu uh, get captured, and then Van Dam gets them and goes like, "Do you guys want to join my side?" And they're like, "Okay." And then then there's that like f- the the fake breakout right of which i of which i have i have some notes around this section of the movie i don't know if you guys have any notes around here but i definitely have some notes now here in this part this is when they're in prison yeah when they're yeah. in prison but then remember they break out they like fake van damme's death they, like, right. they drive out in the truck and all that stuff so guile has the conversation with ken and ryu and he goes like you guys need to be better not shitty con men you join my team, and then they decide to set up this fake escape. You know where this movie lost me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where? Where? Tell me. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm genuinely fascinated. Uh, when Vega decided to put on his, his, his claws that he made from jail. In jail. In jail. Oh, my God. I had notes, man. It's like, look, I understand that you like to fight with a claw. <laughs> now that you're in jail like couldn't i imagine you would just fashion one little shiv and not an entire claw because you're like i'm just comfortable fighting with a claw i'm sorry that i just that's just what i know i know what i know i, I like what i like <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's the size of his arm <laughs> dude how do you hide that from the guards well luckily there are several um bamboo scaffolding <laughs> set up everywhere. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Like I'd be embarrassed for him. <laughs> what? Sorry, go ahead, Jonas. No, no, no. Go finish. Go ahead. Oh, I just what was also hilarious during the the whole jail prison scene thing was the uh, the Good Morning Vietnam like homage that kept going where it was like what the hell is going on here yeah it's a giant (laughs) joke yeah and it was like and again then it was like what am i watching is this like a naked gun movie or (laughs) like what the hell is happening it does no it does it feels like there's so many moments in the movie where i'm like what yeah like what is this movie like (laughs) make a silly ridiculous video game movie and i'm in but instead, you made like 
Right? Like, who is watch? Who plays Street Fighter and also is going to love a great Good Morning Vietnam? Right. <laughs> it was so confusing. I know. It's the uh, so I my note is that all of this business feels like a TV show action sequence. Like, it might as well be like from MacGyver or something. Like, it's so yeah, yeah. fucking jank and shot so badly. And then. The other thing I like is that when Guile gets shot, first of all, two things happen. One is I discovered that his name is William F. Guile. I can't imagine for a split second that Jean-Claude Van Damme is an American (laughs) man in this movie. That's insane. But also he gets shot and then dies, I guess. And that Kylie Minogue comes up and she's like, medic. And the medics come up and they literally don't touch Guile and then immediately just put a sheet on top of him. <laughs> no, one of them one of them checks his pulse and shakes their head. And they're like, oh, this guy's a lot. There's no point in trying to even remotely resurrect this man. No, no attempt. shot in the lower hip. Like, it feels like you, <laughs> <laughs> you can, there's a chance at least. You're right, like, try. Try. His brains are splattered all over the fucking street. Give <laughs> it a shot at least. <clears throat> yes. And then we get then in that next scene, we, we see Bisonopolis, which is awesome. Bisonopolis. Oh, my God. But I see, again, like, I want more of that in the movie. At least yes. that needs to be fun. Like, actually, right after that, there's a. this is one of the – the first time I laughed in the whole movie, and laughed is loose, but I chuckled. The the DJ or whatever, like, the software guy who's, like, who's like Bison's <laughs> dude, he's, like – he's like whatever Colonel Guile's dead and he's like that's great news General congratulations and then Bison's like on the contrary I mourn and then it cuts back to him and he's like okay Raul Julia by the way is crushing it in this movie yeah he's great he's I love him he's a national treasure in this movie was this his last movie yeah yeah uh huh he was like he was like had like cancer and was like right. doing cancer treatment and everything while he was making it. He he did it for his kids. It's kind of a bummer, right? I mean, I genuinely think that he did a good job in this for what he was supposed to do, right? Like yeah. he was nailing it. But it is a it it is a bummer that that was his last movie. <laughs> it's shame that it's like his swan song is this like garbage heap of a movie. Yeah. Because he's because like he's like genuinely like in the entire cast like he's like the most clearly the most seasoned and like committed like that guy is acting the he's in the movie like for real yeah everyone else is either like they're still getting their feet wet as actors or are not very good or else like it's john claude van damme and they're so yeah he's on board i mean he's there man he researched dictators to prepare for this did. role. Of really? Yeah. Because he's awesome. <laughs> Damn. Awesome. That's amazing. The other note I have, the other note I have during this section is whose story is this movie? <laughs> I don't even know who's like the main character of the movie. Like it's not like Van Damme's not in it enough. I wrote it should be Chun Li's movie. But it yeah. is but it like isn't really, but she's the only character in the whole movie that's like maybe a character. Kind yeah, of. I think I think it's the only. She's also the only character that they 
they give some sort of like backstory where yeah right, she she like pleads with oh yeah when, well when she finds guile under the sheet which fuck um she's <laughs> a tracker and she's like you know in all black like all of a sudden she's this badass which yeah i love I mean, that she is and we just didn't know it yet and so here's how we find out which okay cool and she's she's following this tracker and she's following it and she's following it <laughs> And she's following it. And then she's one inch from a satellite that's spinning on a thing. And then goes like, oh, oh, and looks up and goes like, oh, I think it's right here. <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, <It's so> <laughs> and, and then that is right next to the sheet. And it just, oh, man, it was. And he's it, been, sorry, I don't know if talking about this. He has been lying <laughs> under that sheet. Or... <laughs> For what reason? Well, I think in in reality, he was just chilling in that morgue, right? And then he heard her coming. We're like, oh, shit. And then he jumped under the sheet and put it back up. We're like, this is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what pops up and goes, psych! <laughs> I think that's where Van Damme fell asleep the night before, and they just like cut, her, cut around it. <laughs> that's him just waking up during the <laughs> I also, I did, I had a moment where I was watching this where I was like, Van Damme, like, we, the other movie we've done, obviously, on here is Lionheart. I'm like, he was so, like, good in Lionheart. Like, maybe, yeah. like, maybe he didn't, like, know, maybe he still had a long way to go in terms of, like, learning how to be, like, an actor. But, like, there's a vulnerability and a reality. He's, like, there's some real shit there that he's, like, bringing to the table. This is just, like, the worst <laughs> performance ever. I genuinely have a note that says... Jean-Claude has seemingly devolved with respect <laughs> to acting ability. <laughs> it's like, how, what the hell is happening here? He's not, I, I would argue he doesn't act for a moment in this entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking <laughs> insane. So right, wait, so- anyway, where, where we started with Chun-Li is that she had this, the only story is that when then she finds Guile, he says like, take her away. And then she, you know, is like, Bison killed my family, right? Yeah. And it's like that's the only like motivation in this movie that that makes sense. So yes, th- you're right, Jonas. Like this should be Chun-Li's movie. Which she got in the sequel, by the way. There was a sequel? What? 2009, there was a sequel. Oh, it failed Lord. miserably. Miserably. Boy, I don't Was it the same woman? No, different. Everyone was different. Yeah, okay. Wow, I didn't know that. I had no clue. Surprisingly, I'm a little out of step with what's going on with Street Fighter stuff. Universe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I was just as shocked. My wife told me. I was like, "What?" So I read a thing too that says that, and this is weird too. Van Damme turned down a role in Mortal Kombat to be in this movie instead. Yeah. Which uh, Mortal Kombat is which, pretty. By sick. the way, not a, clearly like. But the wrong choice of that too. I mean, who would have known? It's all about money. It's all about money, dude. I mean, Eight million million bucks. Yeah, like in Mortal Kombat, he would have just been like one of a like an ensemble, and this one obviously like he's like the whatever star of the movie, I suppose. Can we get to the arms dealer circus? Yeah, I don't know what even happened during that entire sequence of the movie. Chun Chun Li escapes, and then cut to <laughs> a magic show. <laughs> <laughs> it was a circus for bad guys. But but 
somehow <laughs> she got on the bill and she's there. Her and E Honda and Balrog performing acrobatic magician uh, extravaganza. That was straight out of America's Got Talent, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. And then then she just kind of floats down from a rope and like falls into their arms and everyone's going nuts. I'm like, how did they prepare for this? How did they know how to do all this stuff? What was her plan there? Like, what was the goal? Was it to blow up the stuff at the end? Seemingly, yeah. Her Seemingly, her mission was accomplished. Was to explode that truck full of all of their weapons. They put all of their take over the world weapons into one pickup truck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how put much can that hold? All of your take, ho- take over the world weapons in one basket, buddy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, that was sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get that out of the tongue twister. Sloppy stuff. Sloppy storytelling is the fucking is the dish of the night with this fucking. Yeah, right. I can't imagine Bison actually getting upset over that. To be honest, it was like one truck. I know, and it probably had the fucking toy tennis ball guns in it. <laughs> <laughs> the amazingly too, I remember this uh, when this sequence happened. I checked how much movie there was, and there was still an entire 50 more percent of the movie left. Oh, man. And I was like, I cannot imagine what's left in this fucking garbage heap of a plot. It was, wow. But it turns out there wasn't that much left, but they filled another hour's worth of time somehow. Yeah, actually, not much else happened, but... No, they all get, like... Time. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they all get, like, captured, and then... And then Guile gives Wait, Chun Li sets up a live broadcast to film the truck going down the driveway and crashing. Right. She yeah. sets up a live broadcast, yeah. Jonas, to but, show everyone. What the also, fuck are we doing? Of, tons of collateral damage, right? Yeah, I, like, I don't. There were there were innocent bystanders like running that circus village. I don't know. Um, yeah, but she was just like Sagat. I'm blow or Bison. I'm blowing up all your take over the world weapons. Oh yeah. Also I'm going to run it into that marketplace and blow them up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the, the 700 people that are just milling about here will also die. But hey. not only that, but it, it's going like precisely two miles an hour. It's such a <laughs> slow bog of a drive dude going it down that hill. And it explodes for no reason. It just like hits something. It, it like taps, a, it taps a bumper and it and goes they put off. A, they put a bomb in it, didn't they? <laughs> Oh, that's right. They did put a bomb in there. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah, they sure. put some. But it all makes sense explosive. now. Oh, yeah. Danny does make a really good point, though. Like, the business of, like, the nuts and bolts of how video works in this movie <laughs> is like everything has a, has a TV in it. And then somehow, when there's, a, when there's a camera pointed at someone, they can also see the other person through the camera. <laughs> onto their TV and also hear each other. Like, yeah. It's very complicated. It's magical. There's no delay. Right. <laughs> right. Like, somehow makes, she'll make a video and go like, I'm blowing up your stuff. And then Bison is purely watching a television, but hears them and talks to the television and they see him through the television like it's a camera. Like it doesn't, I don't understand it. This segment was brought to you by the all-new Rubik's Rhombus. I can't do it. This is impossible. 
Mom, why'd you buy this for me? Good luck with this one, assholes. Now back to the show. Okay, so then Guile and the army are getting... Guile gives a fucking briefing on the plan, which is to for him to drive a stealth boat in the front door and then all the other troops will like come in the back door of the of the bison's whatever headquarters and then this guy shows up and is like you can't do that and then he gives that speech which is right he gets fired right he gets fired but he's like forget it i don't care i'm still gonna basically right. use the army to do my bidding right <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that was i don't know that, that pretty was good a, speech it was moving it was that speech was moving it's like okay right on yeah Oh wait! Before right before that though, this I do have a note about this. Before that, I think we see E Honda and BJ getting tortured, and yeah. E Honda is getting hit with the thing, and he doesn't feel it. So this is my question for you guys. <laughs> I would call E Honda being a Japanese man in the yes, <laughs> he's and and in this he's Hawaiian. He seems to be Pacific Islander or something. He and, is Hawaiian. I think he says he's Hawaiian in this. But then um, he also several times says he's a sumo wrestler. Do he's they, a Hawaiian. Sorry. He's the he's the best Hawaiian sumo wrestler. Do they say that in the movie? I think at one point they say yes, like oh, champion Hawaiian sumo wrestler or something. But why not just have him be Japanese? The only thing I think is that maybe because that dude maybe is Hawaiian. Well, right, but no, like, no, and, he's Samoan, by the way. Oh, well, yeah, he's, there you go. I don't know that. I don't. That was my. I was trying to. I was trying to justify. Like, okay, are did they just? They couldn't find a Japanese, a Japanese dude Arrest and decided the that they would use. They really wanted to use this guy, so they just said, "You know what? Let's just make him Hawaiian because this dude's Hawaiian, and that it just it that'll work. That's fine. Let's just he's a Hawaii, e Honda's Hawaiian." Some but, kind of some kind of something that looks like they're from that part of the world is good enough for us. So I looked it up. <laughs> okay, okay. Sumo wrestlers are from all over the world, believe it or not. Oh, it's not just, okay. not just Japan. And in fact, Hawaii is uh, big with Japanese people. So it kind of makes sense. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of ton of Japanese tourists go to. Hawaii. Yeah, but, just, I mean, but genuinely, genuinely in the video game. Movie. He's Japanese. Right? He's a Japanese. Right, right, right. He's just yeah. a Japanese sumo wrestler in the video. Full yeah. on, yeah. But okay, so whatever. We got. I mean, whatever. Danny, I we can forgive I, that I, in this movie. I didn't want to forgive I, anything. I, you can't. You can't forgive Zangief's shoulder pads. Discuss. <laughs> okay, like, is Zangief um, ogre from Nerds, or am I? Oh, I thought that too. But I, I, I think he couldn't be right because ogre no. would be way older at that point. Or, he should have been. Or maybe. I don't know, but I, I just kept thinking nerds. I'm, I know he looks. He looks very. He looks very much the same. I agree. I kind of thought about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna look it up right now because I I did kind of feel like I was like this guy looks like the nerds guy, but like super ripped and fit. But, yeah, I don't think he is actually. I think he might be the guy from the program. <clears throat> Remember that movie? That yeah. He's not old enough to be the guy from Nerds. I think he's the guy from the program, actually. The the who does like all the the one guy who's like super juicing in the program. Oh yeah, he's not he's not the uh he's not the guy. He's also a necessary roughness, which is also not surprising. Oh love that movie. Yeah. Dude with the uh, quantum leap dude, right? Scott yeah. 
Also a Hudson Hawk, it turns out. So there you oh, go. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Guys, we've got okay. we, we've got to wrap this up a little bit. So so okay. So after all this stuff happens, now and now by the way, this is the one thing. This now comes my favorite scene in the entire movie. Oh, I hope it's the one I'm I'm thinking of. Go it's for it. It's gotta be because it's the only scene in the movie that is a great scene, actually, because it's tonally appropriate for five minutes straight, which is good. It's Chun Li and Bison in his lair. Yes! <laughs> This is the best, most satisfying scene in the entire movie. Fuck yes! Oh right? my god, I agree. Because it's it, fully nuts. It leans so into insane. all of the silliness that yep. is that is the that could be the movie, right? Like he changes his outfit. He which puts is on amazing. a smoking jacket. Yeah, he's got like a hat stand with ten of the same hats on there, which is amazing. <laughs> but, uh-huh. This like it's like the space balls or it's a Mel Brooks movie all of a sudden. Totally, yeah. The cocktail bar yes. and the cocktails he makes are objectively hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like it is it is really funny. There's a bone chandelier. His <laughs> his the funniest part of the entire thing for me is she checks out his self-portrait, which he's working on, which is like ridiculously <laughs> terrible. It's so funny. It's the, it's the greatest scene of all. And then there's a there's a bison um, sad clown painting. In the back. <laughs> yes, it's so great. It just on, like it just never stops. Everywhere it never stops. There's there another no, thing. There are, like, I'm loving this. Oh my god, I love it. There are so many hilarious jokes folded into yeah. all. It's great. And then oh my god, also the best villain line of the whole movie too, which is that he goes. Like when Bison, this is a this by the way should have been in Die Hard. This is a Die Hard. Yes. When he goes like when Bison visited your village, it was the worst day yeah. of your life, and for me, it was a Tuesday. Yes, that's dude. so good. That is my next note right here as well. The exact God. same thing. I was like, that was a badass line, dude. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was the guy who wrote Die Hard. Like yeah. that could have come out of fucking Hans Gruber's mouth. Right. But mm-hmm. it, best five minutes of the whole, and then then at the and then he whatever he gasses everybody and the fireplace is a skull and it laughs <laughs> the whole thing is great that's yep. the best part of that best four minutes of the entire movie yep i a hundred percent agree i like how she's telling him you know how much <laughs> how much uh pretty much uh, she hates him and, and all the horrible things he's, he's done in her life like through the entire epilogue right <laughs> he doesn't even recognize any of it. And he's just like, yeah, come and sit on my lap. Like he's still trying to like seduce her and have sex with her, even though she's like, like hates him. Right. Did yeah. I miss something? Yeah. yeah no, it's no, no. I mean, it also, it also hammers home how disconnected and just nuts this guy is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's like, I love, I love that you have the same notes, right? Like it's, it's just, it's like, I felt like though, I'm like, if the whole movie were this, yeah, I, like this level of insanity, I would have, I would be like this is a great movie. Okay, so then that happens, and then for the next two and a half hours, the movie ends <laughs> in the in Bison's fucking lair, right? Isn't that pretty much it for the next? It feels like I think I'm, at that point oh. they're like storming the lair, right? Well, yeah. the stealth the stealth boat shows up. Oh my right. god, that fucking sequence. Jesus Christ, when he turns his stealth on. <laughs> oh, and then like and like they they like the force of it is so intense that it shoots, you know, it it knocks them back a little bit in their chairs. But like oh, yeah. they cut they cut to the boat and it just goes zzz, 
<laughs> like <there's> nothing, <laughs> it goes like five miles an hour extra <laughs> and like there's like a short circuit on the top of it i'm like what the fuck is happening <laughs> is like the is it just maybe it's just that it's setting itself into stealth mode stealth mode like requires them to flip down their helmets for 11 seconds and then like they're cool again. <laughs> and then they like it's shooting those things the radar things on the side of the river but yeah way to be stealth even have shots of this it's like there's it's like they ran out of money and they're like oh well we don't have any shots of radar. we spent all the money we don't have any shots of radars blowing up so you just like shoot a close-up of a radar spinning and then just like have it shoot a gun at some bushes <laughs> I'm uh, full disclosure. I think maybe I like took a piss during this portion. I, mean, you I don't not. remember that. That was fine. <laughs> then oh, wait, then okay, then this is also the then also this is another Bison also does a sick burn on Sagat by covering his eye, which is I love that. That was funny. That's actually quite funny. Then so also I thought it was funny that the blue camouflage really like uh came into its own when they are trying to storm bison's lair and it's you know the jungle (laughs) (laughs) and they all are like come on come on come on like stealth kind of running and they're just sticking out like sore thumbs with this neon blend in blend in (laughs) yeah they're like blend blend it's like jesus I also feel like at this point in the movie too, I was like, are we really going to get to the end of this movie? And there's going to be no fighting at all. Yeah. Same dude. No I, was, fighting, I, I dude. still was holding out for it. Like <laughs> it, it, it starts, uh, you know, the hostage pit opens again and, and then you get the warning by the way, like mind the gap hostage pit opening, mind the gap. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But then it closes and then it's like, okay, dude, here's where it is then, right? It's going to be like pit fighting or street fighting. It's going to happen. Oh, I, they could have made the prisoners fight. Yeah, something. I don't like, know. Yeah. I, I just, I Honda still, versus Balrog. I still, for some reason, was thinking it was going to start and there was going to be a fight tournament. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, never. Like the movie could so easily, like less work would have made the movie a fight movie. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. more work on the script and then ended up with no real fight scenes. And you don't even really see Van Damme who arguably is the only reason you put this guy in them. Like he is a fight guy and he does like one or two kicks at the end and that's it. That's true, like, huh? He doesn't showcase his talents. I mean, he does his, I think he does at some point at the very end, he does his quintessential, like iconic, like whatever, like whatever kick, maybe jump spin kick. Or, but it's like, there's no, you right. never get fight. It's like putting, it's like you hire like Steven Seagal and you put him in a movie and he's an accountant and then the movie ends. And it's like, <laughs> Okay, I don't know if that's like leaning into his strengths, but okay, if you want to try yeah. something new, I guess. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that uh, Raul Julia was near death by the time they filmed the fight scenes. I think they did mm. it in the beginning. Oh, that is true, except for that he does harder fighting than Van Damme, but yes. That is true. <laughs> that's true. I just no, I wonder how much he could really fair, do. Right? That is fair that like, they probably couldn't do a complex fight sequence with him, but like, Man, yeah, but anyone other people could have. Yeah, I mean, it didn't have to be just earlier. between them. Yeah, like Saget. Like, where was Saget and, and and Vega during all this? Like, that's the two guys I wanted to see fight, but you barely saw them at all. They were just there, like by circumstance. They were just like, 
they got wrapped up in this and just kind of walked away towards the end. I was like, God, what purpose were they in this for? Yeah, they were yeah, like was... they were like in the locker room down below for a little while. Yeah, in the locker room. In the yeah, locker right. room. Right. In legit. But again, <laughs> like that could have almost been a joke, but it's not enough of a joke, so it's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the locker room. The lock Dude. legitimate locker. Yeah. With, Street Fighter logo. Genuinely like dress out for PE. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you're right, Danny. They don't have any. I mean, there is no, like there. All the characters have very. There is no like reason for any of them to be in the movie except for Chun Li and maybe Van Damme because he's obviously in love with Charlie. But right. or Charlie. No, that's right. Because sorry, because he planned Charlie's death because he was sleeping with Charlie's wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the beginning, yeah. like Vega and. Uh, Sagat, like that was actually kind of cool, right? Like all of a sudden you saw the the cage, like that was like the set of the video game in the beginning. It was like, oh, no, again, it's Vega. It did nothing. The guy just fell down, and that was it. Well, no, I don't see that. But then it's like you're right. Like that introduction, just to see them, was cool. But after that, there was no other reason why they're around. No, you got. You guys are right. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Like. They built a scene with a fight pit in it and set up a fight. And two then, fights. And two fights. That whole shit with Ryu where they're like, get ready, Ryu and Vega are going to fight. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And then fucking the, the lazy McCoked up just drives his fucking van into the side of the building and goes like, you're all under arrest. And yeah. Like, Wait a minute, what? Like, I thought we were going to have a fight sequence here. Yeah, absolutely. It was such a, a pussy move. Excuse it was me. such yeah. a letdown. It was no, definitely weird. a letdown. And by the way, to spend like, I even have a note about that scene. Like, it takes like six minutes of, of run up. Like yeah. fucking Vega shows up and he takes his mask off and the women love him. They've got the signs. And then another three minutes, Ryu's in there and he and then him and Ken talk and then he rips his shirt off and then the woman with the sign throws the sign and then right. Vega's like, I can't believe you're not in love with me. Like And then the sword and then fucking Ryu swings the sword around and throws it against. Like they spend like 11 minutes building up to a fight scene and then all dude, forget. Dude, this is going to be a good fight. Here we go. But both of Vega's opponents had swords at one point swinging around like they're doing like acrobatics with it and then nothing happens dude neither one of those guys that had the swords ever fought well well, we didn't see it anyway but i mean like what what a waste what a waste of money and time and yeah it's it's so weird that they like it seems like they actively avoided putting fighting in the movie it was just a giant tease yeah Yeah, that's all there was yeah all right, well, guys, listen, we're going to wrap. Unless anyone else has any big notes, I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, yeah, my next note was, so there are no street fights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no street fights. Oh, Raul Julia does sell the shit out of that ending. Yes, For I beheld Satan, and he fell from heaven like lightning, he says, which yeah. is insane, but fuck yeah. And then this fuck what a man yeah. kicks him into some TVs or whatever. Dude, that actually Raul Julia had gr- some some good lines. Like what was like you oh, I wrote it down. Come you came to find a madman and instead you found a god. Ah, it's so it's like good. holy shit. Like mm-hmm. where's this coming from? Like this and all then of it- a sudden is good. And then and then it cuts to Honda and and uh, that other douchebag fighting, and Godzilla noise is going off. That's the problem right there, oh my dude. God, yes. And then that was like, what the fuck 
fuck is this? Like, just stay on fucking uh, Bison the whole time, please. I know, I know. Just make yeah. I wish it were Bison's movie is what I really wish. Yeah. But yeah, all right, guys. Okay, so we got to the end. I think we all agree it sucks. Um, I would whoa. never rewatch this movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where do you get that? Like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> I don't know how I came off to you, but uh... <laughs> I don't know. Two stars, two thumbs up. <laughs> all right, so guys, I don't think we. I think we agree it doesn't hold up. I did write some taglines though, Danny. Oh, you did. As for your request. Taglines. Go ahead. I didn't write any. <laughs> I didn't write any. Go ahead. All right. I've got three. Okay. Here we ah, go. go for First it. one begins. The fight to save the world begins in the streets. But it takes a super long time, and before the fighting, there's a bunch of shit about a geopolitical crisis and lots of talking <laughs> and footage of an actual real-life assassination of a real person. And then after that, a little fighting towards the end. Wait, was, that an, was there actual footage of a real yeah. assassination? Someone gets shot yeah. in the head. Yeah. For realsies? Yeah. Yeah. Genuine oh. footage of a man being shot in the head. I know. Holy I was just as surprised as you were. Dude, I did not. I, I guess I didn't see that bit. Oh it's my god! It's just a flash of what they're showing Balrog. I'm so glad you noticed it, Danny, because I saw mm-hmm. it. and I'm like, oh my god! They made a decision to put genuine. If you're watching this movie, you see footage of an actual human life ended. Oh god! From like World War II or something. Yeah. Jesus. It's troubling. It is troubling. Okay, I got one ready. I got one ready. Okay. Yeah, good. Two friends. One shitty movie, Danny was right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's it. That should be on the poster. <laughs> I, uh, I already, I think I already said mine earlier was uh, Naked Gun 4, Street Fighter 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great one. That is a good one. Okay, wait. Okay, I have, the, well, this is the, I'll give you the other one I have then. Revenge, Braveheart speeches, and Stealth Boats. Before he fought for his family, he fought for a made-up country, Lionheart, the prequel. (laughs) (laughs) That's what got him into the fucking Legionnaires. He was the same thing. I got one. This was the lead up to why he had to go to... (laughs) Yeah, Uh, backstory, origin story for Lionheart. This is why he got sent to Djibouti. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. oh my god it all makes sense it's all right. coming together <laughs> he fucking broke exactly he broke protocol and quit the fucking military they had to fucking punish him <laughs> I love this universe <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! All right, I think that's it, guys. Wait, you got a third one? Yeah. Oh, the other. Well, I just the uh, last one. The third one's not as good as the. It's just everything you love about Street Fighter the game, except any actual fighting. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, that's not good. I feel like we should have ended. You shouldn't have said that one. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel, look at that. No, I'm gonna turn that one up. <laughs> oh yeah, turn that one way up. <laughs> I'm gonna lead off with it. 
and sprinkle it through, just yeah. dice, like just dusting it with, with a terrible tagline. I'll put the foghorn over it too. Oh, <laughs> oh man! All right, so we're all on the same page. This thing's a fucking steaming pile of garbage. It's a heap of shit, and it's not even a good heap of shit. It's just like a boring. It's a yeah. boring. Yeah. So okay, should we spin the wheel? But, oh yeah, okay. wheel. All right, before we leave, let's just spin the wheel, Danny. Here we go. All right, here we go. We put on Natural Born Killers and ET. Oh boy, great. Okay, let's have it. Here we go. ET. What? what? Yeah. Wow. All right. I'm excited for this. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. You know. Cool. I'm glad you're excited, Jonas. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I feel like I'm just like eternal but I'm the most disappointing movie I recommend. I'll be honest, this is like the third movie I don't want to watch. I know what <laughs> hey Danny, why don't you give it give it another spin? Let's give see. another spin, let's see what we're working All with. right. Um ET again. I got that that spot's weighted. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Little monsters. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Third spin. We'll see. Spin. Okay, give, okay, give it a third spin. Water world. Oh, my God. They all suck. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, right. E.T. is not going to suck. I think, e. think we got to stick with E.T., people. E. Yeah, you're right. classic. It's going to be great. Okay. E.T. it is. Next right. week. Guys, uh, it's been great. It's been another great episode. Absolutely. Another delightful time. The movies might not be good, but the podcast conversation. It's also not good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's all, you know, boring. (laughs) We have our moment. That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Thanks, everybody, for listening at home. And uh, next week, ET, get ready. I think it'll go a little bit better movie watching. Hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Love you guys. Robert, thank you guys very much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys.